What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 18 of The Hard Stuff with Bailey and Caleb. Uh, I think we got a little bit to address before we get into the drinking. I was going to say, yeah, how do you want to start this off? So we'll start last week. I'm sure you guys have seen the tweets, seen the messages on Discord. Uh, for some reason, we were just not allowed to post to Spotify. Yeah, it was our host that we go through right now is Soundtrap, and it was an entire soundtrap wide thing as far as tech support told us and no one could upload episodes period yeah so it wasn't even just us it was anybody that uses the soundtrap platform they just couldn't do it so if you tuned into youtube great that's awesome uh if you haven't heard last week's episode it is up now on spotify yep so we they figured everything out and we're we're back up and running as for this week we are going to be at least a day late kind of I count it as Sunday because I haven't gone to sleep by the time this gets uploaded. But Yeah, it'll be early Monday morning by the time this gets uploaded. But uh, we were having some COVID exposure, some COVID precautions. So we're just trying to make sure Caleb and I stay safe, make sure we're not uh, not killing each other just to do a podcast, honestly. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, we will Probably kill would. each other yeah, over no a podcast, but <laughs> we're just... It's been sure a very much safe. COVID week. That's all I have yeah. to say. All right. So with that out of the way, it was your week to pick. What do we got? It is. I went out. We've talked about it a little bit. Just we've touched on the celebrity alcohols. We've known that there's more and more coming. So before we get into some of this new stuff dropping, it was at the liquor store. It's the same thing that we talked about prior to this. I saw it, so I just grabbed it. Yep. We got proper number 12 today. Conor McGregor's Irish whiskey. Triple distilled Irish whiskey. All right. So what do we got? What's the percentage on this? We got... That is a great question. I think I saw it on the back. Oh, 40%. 40%, 750 milliliters? Yeah, we got three cups of liquor here. And what was the cost? Uh, it was 66 bucks, I think. Ooh! So even more than the uh, than the screwball we had on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so again, it's not one of our cheaper ones, that's for sure. This better be good. I hope so. So as always on ice first, I'd imagine. Yeah, God. Irish it. whiskey, though, I don't know, man. I don't know much about it. All I know is that, like, this is probably the one next to Aviation Gin that I see the most ads for. Yes, I agree. He seem he does a well. Conor McGregor does a good job of advertising himself. Yeah, positive or negative. Yeah, I don't know if he's still part of this or not. Yeah, I have not heard as of late, but whatever, we'll give it a try. Interesting color. I like that. I think Irish whiskey is actually usually lighter. Whoa, guy. We can do whatever you want with it after. It smells good. No, it doesn't smell bad at all. It reminds me of like a bad scotch kind of smell. I wouldn't even know that. but So, I don't know. Looking at it, I'm kind of intrigued to try it. So, I don't want to disappoint myself if it's really fucking bad. I think it'll burn. You think so? Yeah, I think it'll burn a little bit going down. A smooth blend. With hints of vanilla. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Ooh, actually, Hold yeah. on. I'm going to finish reading this here. So, a smooth blend with hints of vanilla, honey, and toasted wood. And it doesn't even smell that woody. I'm in. That's fucking good. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to hate it so bad. That goes down pretty smooth. I wanted to hate it. Okay, I'm interested. Now... Just because we had some today when we made dinner, I'm going to try some lime on this. Get a little bit of that action. I don't know if it would quite contribute to like a vanilla kind of thing, but I don't know. Lime, lime and whiskey always goes good. And most other liquors, to be honest. But All right. Paying tribute to where it all began for me. Dublin 12. Our master distiller and I set out with one goal in mind to craft a proper Irish whiskey that is true to Ireland. That is the back. A proper salute to all. That cut a little bit of the bite. It's a different flavor, but it's still delicious. I could drink this one now. I could, like, get drunk on this one now. Yeah. So, proper number 12 with some lime in it. Cuts any bit of the woodiness, a little bit of the bite that is there, and it makes it taste like juice. Yeah, I don't even really taste the alcohol anymore, to be honest. Like, that is just, that's a drink and drink now. It's, okay. 
So, I won't lie. Same thing. I kind of did want to hate it just because of what it is, but it, it's Yeah, good. What, it, what it is and who it is, you love to hate. Yeah. But it is good. I think I'm going to give that an 8. Uh, you know what? I I also will give it an 8, actually. With the lime, it was very good. Um, I don't... Like, I don't really dabble in the Irish whiskeys. It is quite a bit different than what we've had on the show before. Just in types of, like, of smoothness and kind of... It feels like a less bodied whiskey. I agree with that. And I think it's surprising saying that it's wood, blah, blah, blah. And you take a whiff of it and it doesn't smell like a piece of oak. No. No. Like, some of the whiskeys we have on here are, are harsh. And they are <laughs> woody. And this is not like that. And I'm enjoying it, actually. It's quite a change of pace. And I think I could easily do this in the summer with the lime. It lightens it up. It gives it that fresh feel. So, proper number 12, I think, is very good. And for anyone, as being a whiskey that's mainstream, all about the image, blah, 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 if you're going to use this as, like, where your first pick to try and get into it, I wouldn't say it's that bad. You won't be disappointed. You're not going to hate the flavor. I wouldn't be disappointed either, but I'm not going to suggest spending $70 on your first bottle of whiskey. Yeah, but if you're going to spend money to enjoy it, you may as well do it. It's different than getting your gut rot that you're just going to water down with Coke anyways. If you're going to spend money to enjoy it, buy a bottle of Crown. It's about $30 cheaper and it's better. No, if you want to really enjoy it, go with the screwball. Yeah, touche. You got me there. All right. So we are recording this on Pro Bowl Sunday. So yes, some news came out last week after the uh, conference finals. And it looks like your all-time favorite player is retiring. Yeah. I want to hop right into that right away. I don't even know what to say about that. Does it come as a surprise? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think so, honestly. You're not surprised a little bit? No. Really? Okay. I am. Why? I thought he had two more years. I think... For anyone that hasn't picked this up, we're talking about Brady. Yeah, sorry. And so he's announced officially now his retirement. And I think it comes across well what he did with his press release. Where, whatever, he's kind of sitting on his high horse a little bit. Saying that if you're not going to commit 100%, it's time to retire. Yeah, he wants to only compete if he can compete at the highest level. But if you take that at face value, I agree with it. Yeah, I agree, too. There's no point in him just hanging around and being average, especially after the career that he's had and everything that everyone knows him for. And that's what I mean, though. You get to whatever it was that was pretty much semifinals this year. You play well. The game was still a good game. So, to me, it's not going out on your highest of highs, but you're on a high note. Yeah, it's not like you missed the playoffs. It's not like you're going out a fucking 5-12 and 12 team at the end of the year. Like, he did have a good year at age 44. Yes. And the thing is, is like, if you watch Brady, I'd say in the last, well, two years, maybe three since he's left the Patriots, his, everything else that he dabbles in is getting bigger. He's pushing his clothing like huge right now. Um, his golf was getting bigger. He's, he's been doing stuff more away from the sport of football that you see now. Like mm-hmm. he's bringing it into the public eye. Like you never knew that about him before. Yeah. Brady I- was football. That's all he ever, he ate, shit, slept, talked football. That's it. Yeah. So now to see that come out in the last few years, you can see that he's expanding avenues. So now he's getting to the point where his name carries influence. Like he has impact. Yeah. He's not just the NFL anymore. So he's using that. I think he's going out on a social high to go into his other endeavors in life and kickstart all that. Then burning out as a football player and not having that ability to transfer it all i like that i like that as a reason okay um now his retirement post kind of press release there a lot of pats fans are upset he did not mention the patriots bill belichick robert Kraft once not a single word about it my only thing with that is if you don't know behind closed doors what happened when he left then Everyone well, was good humor about it when it happened, but yeah. Yeah, obviously he must have left, and it must have been shitty. Because I feel like you don't win six Super Bowls with Bill or four Robert with that team and not say a single word upon retirement. 
Yeah, unless he just tunnel visioned in the fact that it's like you're going out on a team that thought maybe they had more time in you. So you're just trying to close that gap? Yeah, but you're telling me there wasn't like five people that read that before it went out to make sure that it was proper and what he wanted to say? I have no idea about Come him, on. man. I don't know if he's got a team with him or of not. Of course like he's that. got a PR team. All right, so I'm sad about it, I think. For he, what reason, though? It's just kind of uh, we're getting to that point, not just in football but in other sports, where all these guys that, that I grew up watching are starting to retire, and especially with Tom Brady retiring and uh, Ben Roethlisberger, for me, retiring. Yeah. Like, that. those were the two main quarterbacks I really watched. Aaron Rodgers is still in for now. We don't know what's going to happen. I would love it if he retires. But we do know that he's also getting old. Once those three guys retire, we've already had Drew Brees retire. Yeah, Manning's gone. Manning's gone. It's a new NFL, and it's it's weird for me already. And no, I agree with that because we touched base on that. I don't know. It's earlier in the week yeah, that we were bullshitting yeah. about that, and that's what it's becoming. Is it's getting to a point where yeah, I don't watch a lot of the new and up and comers. I'm not a big stats guy. Like I just watch football because I enjoy it. Yeah. So for us, I think it's a hard reset in the next couple of years where we get to pick our new fan favorites. We see who emerges. Like I said, we have Mahomes. He's going to be relevant regardless of how he plays just because of what he's done so far. Well, and who his family is. <laughs> yeah, we'll segue into that <laughs> after. But, I mean, as far as relevance, he's a big name coming up. There's some big up-and-coming talent coming off of injuries coming back that is playing really well. Yeah, and there's just some, honestly, just some young guys that are kind of getting into a good groove now. They've had good rookie and sophomore seasons, and they're they're starting to be really good contending quarterbacks. And it's not even just the quarterback. So I think there's a lot of big shoes to fill. Where again, it, it comes back to what we watch, but a lot of these players are getting older. They're retiring. They're just moving on. Like you don't yeah. really have a relevant Ray Lewis to what he was anymore. No. Someone's going to step up, fill that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it was kind of the same thing we saw when uh, like T.O. retired and Ocho Cinco. Like yeah. we're, we're kind of getting into that again where we're just kind of seeing the, a revolving door of talent. And I still haven't seen a Paul Molly replacement. I don't think we will. <laughs> that hair can never be replaced. But you kind of said it there. We're, we're finding new guys to watch. We're kind of going to start rooting for the young guys again. Speaking of a young guy making an absolute fucking name for himself this year. Yeah. Joey Burr. Cold as fucking ice. Yeah. So let's talk Super Bowl. We have L.A. Rams and Cincinnati Bengals next Sunday, one week today. Yes. And yeah, it is, yeah. And you're L.A. all the way, correct? I am. And the downside is, is like I want to be the guy that roots for the Bengals. I loved what they did through the playoffs. I didn't expect it. I watched it. I watched the highlights, and I loved every second of it. I don't think anybody expected it. But when it comes to the Super Bowl against L.A. with what they've done this year at the home field advantage – Hang on now. Are they going to have it still? I don't know. So they've been talking because California's got, they still have a lot of COVID do, restrictions. Yeah. They're debating as on far as I know, officially, though, nothing's been changed. Okay. I, I just heard word. Of I'm going to try and sure. fact check that. I wasn't sure. I just heard a couple rumors going around and it, it sounded like they were debating moving it to Texas just because simply fan base. You can, which no, no, and I agree with Texas. it's the same thing. Um, and they've, they pushed that like Texas has been the anti COVID for a long time. The state's more or less been fully open, right? Oh yeah. Since almost the beginning. And I could see them doing that just simply instead of having 30% of your stadium full, you can put 120% of your stadium full and I'm sure they'll have people watching from blimps and shit. Because well, that's what I mean. And I don't think it's a point of like money in like ticket sales i think they're just trying to do it for good tv good playing they yeah. don't want to show an empty super bowl right oh yeah that would be bad ratings for sure so as it sits right now it's still at sofi stadium la okay so we'll whew, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that throughout the week because it's gonna be i think as of tuesday really you can't change it but are you actually rooting Bengals then i think i'm gonna be rooting Bengals for the rest of my life now <laughs> like I just said, I got Big Ben retiring. I don't have really any faith on the Steelers anymore. Fair. I mean, Claypool, good up-and-coming receiver. 
He had a big year last year. This year, I don't know what yeah. happened there. Juju, good receiver. Uh, you know, everybody else is kind of injury ridden. And I like the. Uh, oh, what the fuck is the kicker's name on Cincinnati? But I'm terrible with players. I know, but he is also cold as ice, confident and cocky as shit. <laughs> I love that. And Joey Burrow has taken my heart, I think. So I think I'm going to be full Cincinnati for, for quite a while now. I'm going to make my prediction. I'm going to say 33-24 LA. Oh. And I'm going to say that the last touchdown is one-handed by OBJ. Oh, my God. I hate you <laughs> for two reasons there. You have L.A. winning by two possessions. I'm going to – I think I think the lead in that game is going to come down to kicks. Like, field goal position has been such an integral part of this year. It's going to be a big thing. Good news. And you're in a home field advantage. That's why I stress that. I don't think it matters. Cincinnati hasn't been playing at home all playoffs. Fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? Those two young kids are going to carry that fucking team. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'm going 24-21 Bengals. Okay. I hope it's that tight. I think it'll be very tight. I would like to see it come down, not to overtime, because the NFL overtime rules suck. I know. I hate overtime. We got it. We'll touch on that next week for sure especially if it does go to overtime yeah <laughs> but aside from that like you said it has been coming down to field goals and i think it'll be coming down to the last drive i know it, you you used to think about the nfl and the comfiest cushiest spot was the kicker go out a couple field goals a game no big deal yeah you look at the last three to four years game seasons won and lost from the kickers i could not handle that amount of pressure i wouldn't know i wouldn't want that stress on my head man if anything, I hope a lot of them got pay raises for the amount of shit they put up with. Well, now. I'm sure a lot of them got fucking fired for some oh, of the shit. Oh, there was they a definitely <laughs> a few that had some quick turnover. Yeah. So that's your prediction. You got LA winning by nine. And I got yep. Cincinnati by three. All right. We're going to. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So we did touch on it a little bit. Um, your Jackson, favorite subject. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Jackson Mahomes, I think, is uh, down bad lately. Which is funny because, like, obviously I knew about him. The whole Mahomes behind-the-scenes family issue is entertaining at the least. For anyone yeah. that doesn't know a lot of detail, just look it up. There's YouTube clips. There's interviews. There's lots and lots of loaded tweets. Yeah. Team Brittany. <laughs> to, to, yeah, I don't even want to deep dive into that. But to be Patrick's brother kind of riding the coattails from like i said i don't know a lot about him through the rough research he's more or less just trying to be a name and influencer he's got his tiktok instagram all this crap that's it that's all it is but to way. base yourself off your image and then pull some of these stunts that we witnessed is just it blows my mind yeah so you guys might not know what we're talking about but as soon as kennedy lost last week he headed to some club bar thing with a mechanical bull and I'd say he's very drunk in the clip we watched. At the very minimum. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the very minimum, he's very drunk. And he is aggressively grinding some young lady on the mechanical bull. And I'm sure that if you approached him and asked him where he was, he would have said outer space. Yeah. Hey, what? Ha where were you last week? Oh, you know, I was with Patrick at home. We were not having a good time after the game. <laughs> it's like, okay, what about this clip? Oh, that was me? Oh, okay. Yeah, for anyone that hasn't seen that, check that out. It's it's something impressive. And then, so, yesterday or today, Pro Bowl weekend, he's in Vegas with his brother again, because Mahomes is in the Pro Bowl, obviously. And a female fan comes up, wants to take a photo with him, and he attempts to force himself on her and give her a big old kiss. She does the right thing, ducks out, and again, I'm... Not going to say anything, but I don't think he was very sober. I'm going to say two things because fuck that guy and <laughs> I don't care. First of all, if that's any actual NFL player and that's not Jackson Mahomes, the TikTok pretty boy, 
that's a rape case because you're an NFL player and because that's we'll how the NFL works. Assault, maybe. I don't know. Well, you know what I mean. It's still borderline of sexual assault. And if it's not Jackson Mahomes, that is absolutely being called. I agree with that. And to be honest, I thought the dude uh, 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 liked other gentlemen. To <laughs> put that PC. <laughs> Well, he's setting the record straight on that, or trying to. Yeah, apparently. Those last two clips looked very heterosexual to me. That's and what I mean, though. Like, in that situation, you think you'd have some, I don't know, I don't even know if it's loyalty or just family respect. To All cameras are on his brother right now, out of the playoffs, but then you lead into the Pro Bowl. You go out there and just be a twat. Well, let's be real here. With between his brother and his wife, there's not a whole lot of family name respect being tossed around the Mahomes area. Fair enough. I mean, we've got Brittany spraying everybody with champagne when it's negative however many degrees outside. Yeah. Fucking selling Team Brittany shirts because everybody's always against her and the refs always hate Kansas City. and Aggressively tweeting a lot of people. Yeah, every time anything happens. So... I want to ask you, you think they're uh, going to be the most hated family in sports when this is all done? I don't know. I think because of his popularity, because of his sponsorships, like you got the Madden stuff, you have his state farm, like all this stuff. Yeah. I hope that whether it's from his team or one of these other professional teams, they step in and say, like, you need to check yourself. Yeah. Reassess what's going on and like compartmentalize everything. Yeah. Time to because put a leash on him. The thing is, he's so young, he's good. Like, there's no doubt about it, and he's up and coming. That I want to see him have a big boom of a career, and this will hinder it. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know if it will, because it all seemed to come around after he signed his record-breaking 10-year, $400 million deal with the Chiefs. No, 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 and I get that. I don't think it'll affect as much directly to the field, but I mean, like, him and his career. Oh, okay. Because the thing is, is like being this kind of guy, you can't go speak at the elementary school or the high school. No, and God, then no. some little kid pulls up. Why'd you do this? Or why'd your brother do this yeah. on the clip? It's like, um, huh? Yeah. Why is why is your wife yelling at every famous person ever? I that's what I mean. Like I want to see him get to the career where he's becoming that household name, like all these guys try and do to get big enough, and that will put the fastest damper. We're gonna touch on it later in this episode, but like cancel culture is a thing and you have to, like he's got to manage this yeah, before it blows up in his attention. face got to put the leash on the wife got to put the leash on his on his brother for sure and it's like whether the wife's a little different but like the brother you have options where you can disassociate from that i'm not saying to drop him but there's a management quality that comes to that in your pr right yeah I agree with that. Maybe don't let him TikTok dance on the sidelines. Maybe put him in the booth or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can do whatever but you're staying in the yeah. street. Okay, uh, a little bit of other drama came out of Pro Bowl weekend. Just happened today. Okay. Alvin Kamara is facing a felony for assault and battery in a club in Vegas. Really? So Saints running back Alvin Kamara does his thing on the Pro Bowl today, goes to a club in Vegas to party, as you would, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Vegas was quite turned. I'm, I don't know the entire story. I don't know the altercation. But it was definitely with a fan. I know that. Interesting. Uh, essentially beat the absolute shit out of him. Really? Yeah. And the statement from the Vegas PD called it right away a felony for assault and battery. It could face up to five years in prison. I'm sure it won't. Yeah. I'm sure he's got bail money. Not even that. Like, I'm sure when this kind of shit happens, like the NFL lawyers step in. Yeah. But interesting. Like... I don't know. You can look back in history. The NFL has a record with this. What? You get a lot of beefed up big dudes partying. Like there's a pattern there. The NFL never beats on anybody. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like the funny thing is in the past, it's not their personal lawyers that come and deal with this. No, it's always NFL. It's side. the big guys from the NFL. So I think this is kind of the first one we've had it <coughs> honestly in a while though is Kamara. Yeah, at least that I can think of. But. Yeah, I think we're finally starting to get away from the big guys just beating up on people, and that's good to see. Again, though, I think that's – it might just be because it's so fresh in my head, but it's so relevant 
because of public perception. I'm not saying there's any excuse to ever do that, but you see less and less of it because that shit's like it should. It's ending people's career, but it's doing it on a level that's just outside of the field. Like should, you can't even show your face anywhere afterwards. Yeah, but should it really be ending people's career? Like, I think the only reason it is is because... Well, there's a difference. I I think when you come down to the baseline of this, yes, it should if you're proven guilty on a felony. Arguable. To the point that if you... Well, don't get me wrong. I think there's a reason that you did your crime, you do your time, period. Whatever it is, whether you serve any prison time, whether you do your community service, I don't think that should bar you from the NFL after that. I agree. However, I also think there's a lot of reasons for guys to get punched in the mouth. Yes. And I think the only reason we're seeing the the flip side of that now is because in 2020, as opposed to 1990, everybody has a fucking 4K video recorder in their pocket. Yes. No, no, no. Okay, so I agree with that in the sense, but I think that comes down to the courts. Ideally... There's a situation that, I honestly, you don't go to prison if you're egged on. Correct. Like, if you have rightful reason, whether they it's a good reason or not. Like, if you're cued into a fight or you're baited or stuff like that, it changes the grounds of it. I don't, oh, I hope that you don't face a bunch of prison time for that. But there's also excessiveness. You yeah. still deserve it if you, all you do is see red, you lose your mind. That's kind of on you. Yes. Uh, yes. To a point, I agree with you. I also think these are big guys that can do a lot of damage. I mean, it doesn't matter how big a guy is. I think fans are feeling too safe because they have the cell phone and they're just starting to treat these players just not like people. You know what I mean? Yes. And we've touched on this previously with some of the NBA stuff too. But I think at the same point, it comes down to what we said before where you, you have, you're the pro athlete. If you're getting paid millions of dollars, you have to be professional about it. Yes, that's true. It doesn't matter if you're drinking or not. Like you have to know your line and your ability. Yeah. If you have to run your mouth, push the guy, shove him, but leave the situation. It's I think <laughs> don't cave his head in. I think it's on the professional to defuse it or manage it or leave. Fair, but I hate it. I'm going to leave it at that. that. I can agree with that. It's just, you, you can't cry to me that you did this on your $5 million a year salary, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. I just, I'm a big advocator for talk shit get hit. So <laughs> I don't know if that's what happened. Maybe Kamara's totally in the wrong. But if you're a fan lipping off somebody that benches more than the furniture in your living room weighs, yeah. maybe reevaluate what you're doing. Well, and that's just it. There should be a defense because, yeah, people are going out there to do it for the fucking TikTok yeah. now just to egg check, people Check on. out the views I'm going to get after I get hit in the mouth by Alvin Kamara. Exactly. And, not even that, just to get a remark, but everyone has a bad day. Yeah. And that shit will come back and bite you. No shit. All right. So that wraps up the NFL, I think. I think with that, then we'll keep it on sports. Have you seen the Bryson stuff going on? I have not. Oh, so, maybe I have. So we're we, talking about a certain 100 million euro deal? Yeah, 140 million, I think. Yeah. Uh, to go play in the Saudi league. Yeah. Not just to play, to be the face. Well, yeah. Yeah. Big ass contract to be everything about it. Yeah, so hundred million dollar euros he was allegedly offered works out to about one hundred and forty USD. Yeah, to be the face of the Saudi Arabia Premier League or yeah. Golf League, whatever the hell it's called. It's the fucking PGA of the Saudi Arabia, basically. Yes, but for a little background on this, they're, it's up and coming. They're trying to hype it. They have the tour going right now, like they play matches, and they're trying, kind of in Saudi fashion. As far as it comes to sports in the West here, they're trying to buy their talent to make it relevant to sell yeah. all their tickets and stuff like that. And I know in the past they've already hit on some major hitters and everyone's passed more out of a unanimous stick together. I don't want to go there because everyone knows when you go to play there, it's it gets less to your skill. Like you still have to play, you still have to win, but it becomes a publication of yourself. Like yeah. they're going to put you up on a golden mantle and advertise you everywhere. Absolutely. But I'm surprised that they're going after the monstrous names like Bryson. Well, as far as I know, they hit on Rory. 
Uh, I'm sure someone has extended something to Tiger that he shut down. That didn't even make his desk. <laughs> that didn't even come across his desk. I'll guarantee it. The um, assistant read that and just Brooks got it. a piece of that. Um, I don't know if there was an offer extended, but even Phil talked about going to play there, and he just said it's it's not for him. It's past his time. That's fair, but still, I would I would imagine them trying to get the younger guys in, the guys that'll be there for. Well, fuck, Brayson's what twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, but that body's not going to keep up golf for 20 years. <laughs> but I would expect guys like like Morikawa or even uh, a couple guys on the European tour. I honestly am curious if they stayed away from it because it's like it's funny to say it, but if you look at this year's PGA 2 and the talent that's coming out of the young age, I think they're too good to go and play in that league because it'll clear the gap too much. That's fair, but I was just thinking guys that don't have those names established for them. Like Morikawa does. Absolutely. He is. You mean like good. the constant finishes, like the, the bankroll, like anyone that's, or, or even just the gigantic sponsorships. Yeah. Like I'm talking about the guys that you only hear when they're playing good golf. That's half the golfers in the world. Well, but you always hear <laughs> of, uh, Bryson, Tiger, Rory, Phil, even when they get cut. Oh, didn't make the cut, but we're going to talk about them for the next three days. Yeah, no, that's like, fair. But whereas, I can't even think of his name right now. But European players, if they don't make the cut in a PGA event, whatever. You never fucking hear about it. Yeah, them. it's kind of like Fleetwood, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Fleetwood, uh, Wesley Bryan. Yeah. Like, guys like that, if they are not playing good, you don't hear about them. Well, the funny thing is, you said about like how long he's going to hold up. He was playing a tournament in the Saudi this weekend or last weekend oh yes the pro-am yeah yeah and he's injured oh weird he backed out on day two i believe again may i ask may i ask which body part he injured um hands and side or something oh so his side because he rotates like a fucking no 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 so this came out very quickly from him from anyone else on twitter and instagram that supports him a hundred thousand retweets, blah blah blah. Yeah, it was not from hitting bombs. Oh, okay. He is blaming this injury and his recovery time on a fall that he took earlier in the week while he was doing speed training in his garage. <laughs> there's no comment on that. Yeah, of course, there's not. He is stressing to everyone that it is not from hitting bombs. Yeah, that's right. Swing hard, make money. But when I get hurt, it's not because of that. Yes, but that's it. He bowed out, could not finish. Oh and he God. expects it to be two to three weeks, I think I read, in okay. minimum recovery time. All right, so let's move away from that. Let's get back on the topic. What do you think about the Saudi League? Because the PGA is 100% against it. They said if you do play for them, you will not be allowed at PGA Tour sanctioned events. I disagree with that, but I think it's part of the PGA stigma of not wanting to compete. Like you look at these new leagues, especially anything the Saudis do, because they did it in soccer as well. Yes. They bankroll so much into these that they come out and they can shock and awe. And they 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 put a lot of stress on it because the production value, the quality of these courses over there and everything is insane. Yeah, the initial investment's huge for these. And they do it so well that I think it's, it's a lot more worry about like losing everything. But I think if you want to do that, you do something that's a little more universal in the fact that you... Figure something out to work with each other. Mix up your schedules. You can play in more events. Do a crossover champion. Like, I don't know. I would like to see it play more because you get to see these courses. And I get that the PGA is a fairly busy schedule. Yeah. But I don't know. I like seeing more. I don't like that it's all about the money when it gets to these leagues. But at the same time, when the PGA says something like that, it just looks... To me, like, they're going to stick up their ass from the 60s still. Yeah. I mean, I understand they probably have their hand in the European Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. But why can't guys flip in between if they're not consistent PGA players? I think they're so worried, though, because the major issue with this is all the purses there are so much bigger. The players, anything that duels up for an event, they'll go play in Saudi because you're, the money's triple. That's fair. Okay, I could see that, I guess, but still, it's golf, man. Just let the guy play. If he wants to play for $70 million against a bunch of nobodies, let him. 
No, but that's where I think they should work together. Like you can allow your purse to be a little bit higher or even have a higher purse for your top five, but then work together to come to terms to set a cap on that. And I'm not saying to try and limit the players to what they can make, but to make it more equitable and friendly for the leagues as a whole. Okay, so they're not just kind of buying out the PGA. Yeah. Okay. Because then you I get hate that. you get the players picking the courses they want to play that suit them better. We get to see more courses, like work with them, get the PGA televised easier in Saudi, let us see their stuff a little easier. Yeah. Like there's a lot of avenues there rather than just being no, 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 it's mine. Yeah. But I don't know. It, people are protective of what I'm guessing is a billion dollar industry, right? Absolutely. But I think if the PGA is worried about that kind of stuff, maybe the purses aren't big enough in the PGA because you know the PGA is making big-time money. They're taking home a lot of money. They are, and I think it could change, especially with the COVID. We've seen a big uptick in golf. Yeah. But the difference is, and they touched on this in the tour the last couple of years, the sponsors haven't changed. Like They're so ingrained. And I don't know if it's a PGA thing. I don't know if it's people involved in golf. You don't see a lot of new big money come into it. No, that's true. But the money that is into it already is huge money. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Like you've got some of the biggest tournaments are sponsored by trillion dollar companies, I'm sure. But that's what I mean. Like in the stuff coming out this year, why don't we see some big tournament pick up like crypto.com they can name a new stadium after bitcoin like yeah i'm sure they would throw money at golf stuff like that you don't see anyone outside of the norm really in the last 10 15 years of sponsors it hasn't changed that's true yeah you still have the same fucking wells fargo waste management hsbc exactly where's the red bull open i'll watch that could you imagine? <laughs> so instead of a hole-in-one Mercedes, if you get a hole-in-one on this, you get an F1 car. Exactly. Like, just stuff like that. And I hope they've said they want to break down the stigma about it being, like, the old boys club kind of thing. Yeah. So to see, it's not just in attracting new players. You need to attract the younger money, too. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think we are kind of starting to get into that, especially with uh, the Ryder Cup this year. We had guys wearing hoodies. Yeah, you guys wearing shorts like we are starting to get away from that. And I'm hoping you're right that they are going to start attracting younger money and and new sponsors. Yeah, I want to see more tournaments with big purses. That way, the big names will be there. I agree. Yeah, it'll get everyone off the couch to come and play for those ones. Yeah, I mean, you you can go three weeks in a row without seeing uh, Dustin Johnson play. (laughs) Well, yeah, so they look at last season. It was insane. Yeah, I mean, how many weekends did DJ play? How many weekends did Rory honestly play at the beginning? Like. Yeah, there's just there's not enough going on until you get to honestly right now mid February where we have the waste management next weekend. Yeah, everyone's coming out for big points or the same thing on the difference. You like seeing like someone that's hungry wants to play rack up these points. You've seen like Spieth at every fucking tournament. Well, he needs to be. He's had a couple off years now. <laughs> All right, so let's keep going. We got. Uh, the Halo TV show comes out next month. Yes. March 24th, I believe it's out. And we watched the trailer before this episode. Yeah, just finally watched the whole trailer. What are your initial thoughts? I don't think I'm going to watch it. I think you have to watch it. I honestly don't think I could watch it. I if think it, you have to try and watch if it. If it was a movie, I could watch it, and I'd be like, wow, that was two hours of my life. I'll never fucking get back. But the fact that it's a TV show... And the fact that they have numerous Spartans and God knows what happened to Cortana. <laughs> Who is that broad? She told you she's Cortana. No, she's not. She's an imposter. But I didn't like it, <coughs> honestly. So what they've announced for this is it's kind of true to the series, but it's non-linear to the current time frame. Well... I'm not even sure where this fits in. It doesn't. That's what the thing. Yeah. It's not canon to the pre-existing stuff. It's all the, a lot of the same character stuff like that. And as far as they've announced, it's kind of pre-Combat Evolved. Like, as you kind of see the precursor, they're going into finding the first Halo ring. Which is wrong. But, because Cortana's purple at the beginning. <laughs> not 
light blue. But what happens with that is it's based around the fact that you have Master Chief and he's got his team of Spartans for the series. So it's kind of like Combat Evolved meets like Reach. Also meets Infinite because they're talking that they have this controllable super warrior that's upgradable. Well, they're talking about the Spartans for that. Well, they're also talking about Chief, though. Well, yeah. So I think it's going to be a deep dive into kind of the armor, what the Spartans are. I I, I don't hope, but at the same time, like, it looks like Halsey's going to play a fairly large role into, like, a prequel of, like, self-explanation, which, yeah. don't get me wrong, I don't like. I think this should have been a full-on dedication directly into the series. Even if they did it as a prequel, it should stick very loyal to the books. They could have deep dove a lot on to more of the flood stuff. Yeah. There were so many options to do it than to like completely pull it out of the timeline and kind of do something separate. It's funny to me. I would have liked to see this with no no big names in it. I don't want Halsey in there. I want a bunch of nobodies doing this film and to do it well because I want it on the lore. I don't want it on the actors. I don't want it on that shit. I want it on the lore. I want it on the story. Yeah, and to be true to it. And that's my biggest beef with this thing is the voice. It's so bad. It's so bad. The actor that's playing this is a good actor. He has the frame for it. He's like 6'6". He's a massive dude. It's Pablo Schreiber. For anyone that's seen American Gods, he's the big-ass leprechaun in it. And honestly, he's not Irish and fucking Master Chief, but as soon as he talks... I know the fucking voice. I recognize it, and I hate it. You're telling me there wasn't some new up-and-coming 6'7 bodybuilder that could have done Master Chief? Well, the thing is, is like he's not established super well. He's not a massive celebrity. So this, I think, if it went well, would be a huge breakout role for him. But there's a precursor to this in that when he did some press, they asked him, it's like, are they voicing over you? Are you trying to mimic this voice? Blah, 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 blah. And his comments were like, I don't copy people. I just act. So let me uh, just give me a TLDR of that one. Uh, I don't care about your story. I'm here for the money. <laughs> this isn't about Master Chief. This is about Pablo. That's what I mean. Like, What I a douchebag. So what a douchebag. Pump for this if they just voiced it over. Yeah. Like, I love Forward on to Dawn. And you know what? It feels like the proper Master Chief. Absolutely. And when have we ever seen Chief without the helmet? Why do we have to know who's behind the gear? Well, that's just it. I really hope they don't do a face. He can't. We don't know what he looks like. He doesn't have a face. That's what I mean. Don't fucking take the helmet off. I hope they don't ruin that. They show the body shot, blah, 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 all this. I don't care about that. It just shows a big, strong guy, sure. Yeah, with scars on his back from when they built him. Yeah. Great. I will be very upset if they try and put a face on Chief now. And I'm concerned that that's going to happen, and that's why I would be less pissed if it was a movie. Because, because if it's a TV and I get invested and then that happens, I'm like, fuck, i got to finish it. If it's a movie and that happens, I could be like, fuck, this movie sucks. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> that's it. That's all it is for me. I get that. I will watch it. I have to watch it because of how invested I am into the series. But again, now with this trailer coming out, I'm not over the moon for it. And like we have on our list, I really don't know how the Chevy Tahoe is going to... Oh, you're not excited about the burnt down Chevy Tahoe in it? No, no, I'm not. It's like a 2002 Chevy Tahoe, by the way. Just burnt down in some fucking desert. Just like you're telling me you couldn't finance Elon to just make you some prototype that looked like a futuristic SUV. <laughs> yeah, for however many years this is past 2002, no shit. Like you could have even got a fucking new age Escalade and kind of spruced it up a little bit and it would have looked more next century than that Tahoe. But now we're to the point where they've put this in the trailer. They've gotten blasted for oh, it on every platform possible. Ruthlessly. I want to know when it comes out if they edit it or if they leave it or if they own up to it. You know, they don't copy. They don't They don't overwrite. They just act, and I think what's been acted is done. <laughs> and we're going to see that fucking Chevy Tahoe in every fucking pre-episode intro, and it's going to piss me off every time. That's what I mean. You could at least own up to it. Like 
You could do some stupid grunt Easter egg comment about it. Yeah. Or like, even in real life, we've seen warthog prototypes. Mm-hmm. You're telling me you couldn't get one of those? <laughs> you don't even have to have the gun on it. Maybe maybe we're not at the time of warthogs yet. I don't know. Maybe we're not there. Well, there was a couple of warthogs in the trailer. There you go. So you're telling me you couldn't have burnt down a fucking warthog instead? But, again, that's just it, though. I don't know the universe well enough. It's not really in the games other than armored vehicles. <laughs> like, I guess, what, do you draw the line for vehicles at the time? Maybe they ship all our shit off-world to the planets to fucking use? I don't know. Yeah, hey, guys, I know you're going through a war with the Covenant right now, but here's a fucking 150-year-old Chevy Tahoe. Good luck. <laughs> Fuck me, man. That pisses me off. Okay, so... Our- Whatever. Are you excited for it? Am I excited? No. No, you're not, but you're going to watch I it. I was excited, and after the Fahon trailer came out, it bummed me out. Okay. They brought out a teaser that had me hyped, and then the official trailer ruined it. Yeah, I agree with that. That's all I can say to it, really. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not excited for it. There's a good chance I don't watch it. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> There's going to be an arcane all over again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I knew that, that hit you. All right. What do you got else on here? What about Sony? Uh, why? Yeah. So why? Why did Sony do this? So Sony it, just bought. Just make this aware. So Sony buying Bungie. Yeah. Which, just so everyone is aware, Halo is not a part of anymore. No. They haven't been in years. They put out a specific PR release saying this is not in reaction to Microsoft's purchase. It is absolutely in reaction <laughs> to Microsoft's purchase. Uh, why did they do this? I'm guessing to try and buy up some of the market before they lost it. For what, though? For Destiny? Yeah. I'm sure there's some other titles there, but... Destiny but, Destiny's but the big one, what? and as much as we don't play it, it's still a very large part of the market. Yes, it is, and I always see it on Steam, and there's always new DLC coming. And it is a very big game, but is an entire studio worth one game? I don't know. Apparently, I, I don't apparently know. it is. It's not the same level of money. It was only two billion, like a much lesser of the scale. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's fractional compared to the Activision uh, Blizzard acquisition. Yes, but it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't make sense after I'm looking at the games right now. Yeah. Can you just rattle a couple off there? There's not even a point. Because outside just, of Halo? Yeah, come on. Just rattle a couple off. Uh, Crimson Steam Pilots. Never heard of it. You got Destiny 1 and 2. Okay. Good games. Uh, Abuse, 1997. Oh, wow. Good. Myth the Fallen Lords. Yeah. Oni. Okay. So what he's trying to say is Bungie <laughs> hasn't made a fucking game since Destiny 2. And the only other games they made before that were Destiny 1 and the Halos that they made. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm curious. Does Microsoft own the Halo name then? Yes. Okay. So, they, that'll still be an Xbox exclusive. Good to see. Yeah. I don't see that changing. So. Because that's just it. I believe it's 4-3 whatever studios. 3-4-3. Yeah. 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 And then I don't know if they're actually owned, but they obviously have... A contract for the exclusive. Yeah, I think it's the same thing that goes on with the uh, with the Call of Duty games. Activision owns it, but you've seen different developers. Right? Yeah, you've had Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward. Oh, actually, that just reminded me of something too. But ooh, this is gonna be good. You can move on with this because I'm fucking done with this. I think it was a stupid acquisition. I just I'm curious to see what comes of it. And again, <sighs> Sony's already put out that like Destiny's staying multi-platform for a while. It's been confirmed that Call of Duty has to stay multi-platform for, I believe, three more. Yeah. I think it's three titles. Well, it's one a year, but yes. Well, they're moving away from that, though. Allegedly. Yes. But anyways, on the sway with that is it is now confirmed that Infinity Ward is doing the next Call of Duty. Yes. It's going to be Modern Warfare the second. Yes. So similar to the revamp of the first Modern Warfare coming out as the second, not mw2 and what we remember it as but no it's so, probably very similar yeah so how it kind of worked was just with the modern warfare titles you had modern warfare 1 which was call of duty 4 yeah you had mw2 which is what we know as modern warfare 2 uh, which was which, called six. six and then you had 
Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah. Which came out with the uh, World War II one. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And then you had Modern Warfare, <laughs> which came out with Warzone. Yeah. So this is the sequel to that Modern Warfare. Yes. So the 2018 one, I think? Yeah, and then kind of that tradition, the 2018 one was honestly very similar in feel to COD 4, which was not a bad thing. No. And they're expecting the newest one to be very similar to Modern Warfare 2, as in COD 6. Which I... still with us on that. Yeah, what a fucking run around that was. I'm really excited for that because the gunplay in Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 12 or whatever the fuck it was, felt really good to me. That was, like, out of the last fucking, honestly, probably 10 Call of Duties, that was one of my favorite... For just the gunplay. It felt really, really good. Fair enough. I don't like the gunplay in Warzone, but I really liked the gunplay in that Modern Warfare title. Yeah, it goes with the tradition where Warzone is trash. Everything about it. Dog shit. So, but, know, so with that, though, Activision has control of that. It's going to be moving towards that. Do you... Th- Again, like I'm just circling back. You bought Destiny. You lost out on so many games. Like... If this becomes a content war, does Sony have a shit a chance? No. When we look at the last couple of years, you have Microsoft buying Bethesda, yep. which was huge. So that's the, your Skyrim series, it's your Fallout series, and I'm sure they've got other stuff that I just don't pay attention to. They've acquired some other studios that I really haven't paid attention to, but now they have arguably the biggest one in the last 20 years. Yes, with some enormous games yes because it's not just activision it's activision blizzard yeah you've got the biggest pc developer ever yeah i'm going to toss that out there right now blizzard is the biggest pc game developer out there yeah at least at the very minimum with copies sold and current players yeah i mean nothing will touch wow wow is what it is yeah you have the diablo series which is one of the kind of original games along with wow classic i guess it was around the same time yeah and they've got their smaller stuff. They've got Hearthstone. Like They still have other branches. So I would easily put them the number one PC developer. I think that's the biggest acquisition. And even if they didn't buy Bethesda, say Sony bought Bethesda, you don't touch that Activision Blizzard acquisition. It's too big. No, I agree with that. And I'm more curious now to see what becomes of it. Like... I want to know if whether it doesn't matter for who it is, if it's Microsoft or if it's Sony, if we see any fruit come to bear of these purchases, like that's noticeable to us. We're like, thank God they did that. Or like, you know what? This was an awesome purchase. Or yeah. do you see the opposite where it's like, oh, they fucking ruined my favorite game. I'm hoping at least on the Blizzard side of the purchase that they're not going to do a whole lot with the games because Blizzard makes good polished games. Yes. I would love to see them do a complete... They launch like shit, but... Yeah, well... I'd love to see them do a complete HR CEO overhaul. They need that. That's yeah. not a matter of if, it's when. Yeah, exactly. We are expecting that. But leave the dev team. They're doing great things, honestly. Yeah. And as for Activision, I think moving away from a yearly Call of Duty will be nice. Well, I think that'll help because... Whether there's no crossover there or not, like Blizzard, the other half of that company, because it's been a recent merger, like it was never joint like that prior to, obviously. Yes. But they're really good, and even Microsoft's getting better for it, with just keeping your content current and not having to do a new game. Like, I, I don't know, I don't remember if this was on the, uh, the podcast or just us talking. I would love to go back. To where it comes out eight months after launch, you spend the $30 or whatever on your map pack. Yeah. Like the spendable DLC, I, I'm ready to see it again. Rather yeah. than, oh, it's a year new game. Fuck it. Yeah. Or you don't get that and you just end up buying skins and shit. Yeah. I hate I'm kind of getting over the battle pass stuff. I don't mind the battle pass as long as it's everything is unlockable through the battle pass. I don't mind spending... 15 bucks every three months for everything. 
but I don't want to see what Halo did where they have the battle pass, but they also have $1,000 in shit that you have to buy. Yeah. That was ugly. That was a big Microsoft boo-boo. And my big thing with that one, we've touched on it, is just fucking how long it takes. Yeah. I haven't played that game since we talked about that, to be honest. <laughs> so the last thing we kind of got going on, uh, this will be the last Rockstar game that we see in our generation, I think. Probably. But GTA 6 is Confirmed. underway already. Yeah, it's well under development as the quote goes. So it just came out. Uh, Rockstar Games has announced that GTA 5 and GTA Online is getting full next-gen support. They're re-releasing for the Series X and the PS5. Big surprise. It'll be the third console in a row. Well, the funny thing is, too, they're coming out with full 4K support at 60 FPS. Of course, because they're fucking lazy. <laughs> Heaven forbid you actually redo a game and make it run properly. So that's coming. But Definitive they've, edition. They've addressed, I believe it's nine years now. Since oh, God. GTA it's got to be close to more than that. I'm pretty sure it's nine years. Holy crap. And they've said that it's underway. There is no timeline. There's no expected release date. There's no point of how much works into it. There's not really any content around it. But the next game is coming. So, I just want to put a little perspective going. Since the time that I picked up my first Grand Theft Auto game, which was GTA 3, I don't know, I was probably 5 or 6 maybe. Too young to be playing that game is kind of the point. But the time that GTA 5 has been out, those 9 years, in the 9 years before that, I saw <laughs> 4, 5? Yeah. So, what do we have? GTA 3. Three GTA Four, GTA San Andreas, Vice City, Liberty Heights, The Ballad of Fat Tony, like they had shit going. As well as Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yep. And now we have But that's what I mean. Do you need it? This kind of goes into what we just talked about. Yes, you fucking need it. The I don't know the exact numbers. Like I'm not a diehard um Grand Theft Auto fan. Rockstar Grand Theft Auto guy. player, yeah. yeah. Like I've I've recently gone into the campaign again. I'm enjoying it, but the thing is, apparently their numbers are still quite high. They put out a ridiculous amount of concurrent support for this game, new content, stuff like that. You go on Twitch, even there's tons of people streaming, playing, watching. Like it's still a very relevant game, which being outside of it surprises me. But I kind of like seeing the fact it's like wow in that sense they do expansions a little differently. Although I guess Grand Theft Auto does the same thing. Yeah. But you've had this title last so long and stay so relevant successfully, honestly. Yes, they have, but it's been lazy. I mean, the whole thing you're talking about on Twitch with a lot of streamers are playing it, but they're doing like the the role playing servers. There is, yeah. There's lots of mods. That's not a rock star thing. Yeah. That's a couple guys that are incredible coders, incredible mod support guys. Without that, I don't think the game would be as big as it is on Twitch. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah, well, that's what keeps it entertaining, yeah. Yeah, but that's Rockstar being fucking lazy. I'm going to call it as it is, man. Like, you can't ride a game for nine years. Like, yes, they do have very good online support, and I like the like the custom races and all that kind of shit, and, or like the bank heists you can do with your friends and stuff. Yeah. That's great. But once that campaign's done, what the fuck is there to do by yourself? Well, that's just it. It's grinding out your online setup. I that's don't know. all it is. But, like, I know they bring out car packs. They do as simple as it is. New music. But they bring out new weapons, customized shit, blah, blah, blah. But it's not a story. No, no, no. Th that's true. Like, I think whatever the recent one is, it's the money contract something. They, they do big releases once in a while, and it's just like any other game. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's like... Maybe a couple hours of content and that's it. No, fair enough. But again, obviously it shows they're still selling. They're still making whatever the fuck their thing is. Shark box or something. Yeah, they're micro like they're making money on it. Oh, yeah. To deal absolutely. To support. Yeah. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But good Lord, give me a new fucking Grand Theft Auto game before I die. Well, and that's just it. I'm excited for it. I'll definitely buy it, play it at release. My thing is like they've announced it now. My prediction is we see it in. 2027 Ooh, that's early 
<laughs> I was thinking it would be like a 2030, you know, when the Xbox Series Triple XY came out. Yeah. Okay. 2027. Not bad. It gives them five more years. So that'd be, what, 15 years on one fucking game? Yeah, like, that's about as realistic as I can put for them. If it takes five more years to get Grand Theft Auto 6, I'm not going to buy it. And I know it's not going to hurt them any. I'm just, I'll be so disinterested in the series as a whole. I just won't <laughs> fucking care. By the point they get to that, it should be like three cities on the same scale. And there should be every fucking bedroom in an apartment rendered. Yeah, I should be able to do the entire state of Texas. Yeah. Or wherever the fuck this is supposed to be set. I think it's supposed to be set uh, in Europe somewhere. Actually. I'm not even sure. But Jesus Christ, guys. Like, we're getting lazy. That's what I mean. I agree with that. Obviously, they do well enough. It's a polished game, and I will not buy it if it doesn't come out with at least 120 frames support. Man, if they can't remaster their nine-year game on 120 frames, or even remaster a playable game in the definitive editions that they re-released, are you really expecting 120 frame support? It'll be on PC for sure, but you're not going to see it on console. That's what I mean. It's not native support. You can unlock your frames and you could push it, but not without your screen tears and stuff. Yeah, you're going to have screen it tears needs for sure. 120 minimum native support. It needs 144 because it's not a fucking demanding game. Well, it is with the mods kind of thing, but. Which is not a Rockstar thing. It's. I don't even know what they call this generation. You're in new gen, next gen consoles, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should be able to push 240 on almost everything. Absolutely. I don't care if you need an. HDMI 2.1B. Ooh, wow, nice. I like how you <laughs> threw that one in there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pissed off about it. I'm, I am played Red Dead Redemption 2 when it came out, and I was like, wow, cool, new content. But then it's like kind of the same thing for me. You do the campaign, and I just got bored. I was never into the Red Dead Online. I couldn't get into the GTA Online. At least with Red Dead, it only took like six years to get the next game. <laughs> <laughs> but man this 10 year thing it's not for me i just get bored with the series no i i get that because it's the same thing i never played it when it started i've just recently touched it eight and a half years yeah. in kind of thing like so be it it's not one that it's well there you go it wasn't on my top 25 no i don't think it was on either of our top 25 that's what i mean so it's just one that's there to play it's one that if you want to go shoot people run people over do whatever fly yeah when it comes on sale for seven dollars on your steam summer sale sure pick it up yeah but don't fucking buy it at full pin because oh i heard this game's good because <laughs> yeah you'll get 15 20 hours of campaign and, and we've just lost our shot at a rockstar endorsement you know what hot take i know but i don't even want it <laughs> i'm sure we'll see the money in 2027 <laughs> So a little sour spot. I think. Yeah, that one hits home. Okay, so we're we're bringing it around though. We're done our glass. We're done our bullshit. Final take on proper twelve. I like it. I didn't want to like it. Like I said, I honestly thought that the bottle looked very cheap when I first saw it in the liquor stores. I didn't like the design of it. I thought it was going to be shit. I had nothing but negative expectations, and I love it. And it's a solid eight. That's it. We didn't even need the mix. No, we didn't actually. So at that point of it, though, would you buy it again at almost a $70 Canadian No bottle? shot. <laughs> no shot. Absolutely not. I have preference whiskeys at cheaper price points. And if I'm looking for something that I don't have all the time, it won't be this. Fair enough. That's kind of my thing, too. Like if I want to switch up from the norm, like say, oh, I don't want Crown today. It's not going to be proper 12. I don't know what it'll be, but it won't be proper 12. I would pick this up only to go to a social outing where you're showing up with the bottle and it's a bit of a talking piece. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. You're trying to just, hey, what what is that? I, I heard about that. Yeah. So I'm going to label this as my social housewarming whiskey. That's fair. This that, coming from the guy that is the least social around people until he's already drank the bottle of whiskey. <laughs> but yeah. I, I agree with that statement, and it is something you could just kind of bring, and somebody will ask you about it for sure. Yeah, it's just it's relevant enough. It tastes good enough that you can be confident on it. Yeah, you can you can share this without being like, ooh, you might not like it. Yeah, it'll be like as long as a guy doesn't hate whiskey, 
you will you might not enjoy this, but it'll be tolerable and you will drink it. It's yeah, not some, I, I it's agree not something that. you're gonna sip and be like, oh, uh, uh, uh. you know, it's not it's not a Ballantines, it's not a, a hard scotch, it's it's a decent Irish whiskey. Yeah, it's not no old Sam's. I don't know if anything will ever be old Sam's. <laughs> but I think that's wrapping it up. Like we said, we have come across numerous problems, but we're getting back on our schedule again. Yeah, we're not going to touch on it. we got big news coming down the line here. we got massive shit coming down the line very soon. <laughs> uh, we're kind of, Yeah, like Kayla said, we're going to leave it at that, but it's big. I'm jazzed. I know, I know as soon as I picked you up today, I was like, oh, man, do I got some shit to tell you. I'm jazzed at what's going on and what we've been doing for this. So we we got a lot of things coming, like you said, but we are kind of going to keep it hand in pocket. Just keep a little surprise, one at a time, maybe. Exactly. Say another thing completely non-relevant. I think we're going to launch our Instagram, too. Ooh, nice. Another thing for us not to post on. Exactly. Actually, we sent out two tweets this week, so we're rolling. That's what I mean. I think we're going to run it. I, I'm going to try and govern the Instagram a little bit. You're getting better on the Twitter. I'm not even going to talk about TikTok at the moment, and we're just going to grow that for now. I don't even fucking know how to use TikTok as a content <laughs> creator, to be honest. So, like, I've tried posting a couple of videos just for my stream and stuff, and it is so goddamn difficult. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, why can't we just go with YouTube shorts or something? You know, shit. All right. That wraps up this episode. Uh, we got my pick next week. I've already picked my drink. Perfect. So we're we're rolling already. We're getting back on every Sunday. Next Sunday, we will not have the Super Bowl up yet because we... Yeah, we just day. won't have time to. Yeah. yeah, we work the day of the Super Bowl, so we won't know who wins by the time next episode comes out. But Caleb's got LA by nine. I got Cincinnati by three. So we'll see. Fair enough. That's, That's kind of where we're ending. We appreciate everybody listening. Like Caleb said, uh, Instagram post coming soon. Yes. Twitter coming more consistently. And God knows, just join the Discord. Don't try to find us on TikTok. You yeah, it's find, just easier that way. Yeah, Fuck it. You can find everything on our link tree. We can try and link it all, but just, just do the Discord. Everything's linked in through there. Alrighty, guys. Until next time. Peace out.